right, you guys, it is Amanda and Baron, and we are back again. I want to give a huge shout out to our second sponsor, or I guess our third sponsor. Uh, this lady, she actually sponsors the whole second half. And this is Marianne McNally, and she is uh, she does real estate, so she's with Next Home Realty Connection. She's absolutely amazing and has the biggest heart. Um, we've actually interviewed her, and she's in her own fight at this moment. Um, and so if you guys could show her your love and support, that would be absolutely amazing. If you are looking to sell your home, buy your a new home, or have any questions, definitely reach out to her. Her phone number is 503-213-3550. And I will repeat that number uh, at the end of this segment in case you guys didn't have a pen and a paper at this moment. And she is the breast cancer connection here in the Salem area. Yes, and I think that's absolutely amazing. It kind yeah. of perfect little tie-in. Perfect tie-in with us yeah. having Sharon here. Uh, so yeah, Sharon- I, think she's, I think she's been with Breast Friends, gosh, for I bet 10, 12 years at least um, running the support group down in Salem. She's amazing. In fact, you guys gave, I, I, I think I, I met you, Sharon, when, when you guys had your luncheon and you, you recognized her for her efforts down here. Yes. She's amazing. I adore her, yeah. to say the least. So I posed a question to you, Sharon, right before the commercial break, <clears throat> about these different markers and is positive better or worse. Can, can you just dwell on that for a second? Oh, absolutely. Um, so triple positive means that your breast cancer is being fed by estrogen, progesterone, as well as HER2, which is a protein. And so there's actually many, many drugs that have been found very successful in treating triple positive. It's a long treatment because the um, Herceptin, for instance, which is specifically targeting the HER2 protein, that's a year-long protocol. Um, But the actual um, effect on you, it's not like, you know, you get sick or... Uh, lose your hair or any of those kinds of things. Um, and so it is not too bad, except for just the, how long it takes to get through the protocol. And then, of course, triple negative means that your breast cancer does not have any of those three elements. And so that's what makes one of the things that makes it a little more tricky to to treat because they don't really know what feeding that kind of cancer so they kind of throw the kitchen sink at you and hope it sticks well and i know in carrie's case the gal we're doing the fundraiser for next week she had gone in for her mammogram in the middle of november and nothing showed up on the mammogram right and then about a week later her skin got really red really and Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. that's inflammatory and that redness was a concern, so she went in, and they go, well, that's that's not normal. Yeah. <laughs> and so they did another check, different check. And, and so I guess one of the things that I, my takeaway for me is that mammograms are important, but they're not an end-all, like that's going to be a guarantee. And, exactly. And, you know, and I think you would agree with that, right, Sharon? Yes. My, my cancer didn't show up on a mammogram either. So, again, mm. it just has to be in the right place and it has to be big enough that it shows up on the mammogram. So yes, doing self breast exams, knowing your body is very, very important. Well, in Carrie's case, it would have been the Wednesday before Thanksgiving 
So not not the day before, but the Wednesday, a week Prior. before that. Yeah. And so she went back in for a test. And the Friday, at, two days later, they called her and they said, you have triple negative metastatic breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And, and we immediately got the request that, Kicking Cancer got the request the very next day, can we do a go team for my friend? And we didn't waste any time. Like, we got to get on this because, again, correct me if I'm wrong, Sharon, but because it was triple negative and metastatic, there wasn't time to waste. We had to get right on treating this thing. Yes, exactly. You want to make sure you get on it as quickly as positive as possible. Um, the thing is about triple negative, it is more aggressive than many of the other cancers as well. So if I'm understanding you properly, it's actually inflammatory breast cancer and triple negative. It's actually Correct. two different kinds of breast cancer. Oh, wow. And I'm not sure from your from your description which one went metastatic. But the little bit of research I did about inflammatory breast cancer, again, it's a very rare kind of cancer. Um, and it's usually not detected until it's stage three or stage four, and four, four is metastatic. Ugh. Yeah. So it, it, when I went to this wonderful place here in town, it's called Honky Tonks. I know Amanda knows the place well. Mm-hmm. Um, Honky Tonks is actually hosting this event next week, and the owner is a breast cancer survivor herself. So I went and I said, hey, we've, we've done some of these before. Can we do another one? I told her the story. He says, oh, yes, and let's not waste time. Let's plan this thing as soon as possible. Um, Perfect. Carrie is getting... Two doses of light chemo and then one dose of heavy chemo every every Friday. So one Friday's light, the next Friday's light, third Friday's heavy. But she's getting chemo every Friday for the next six months. Uh huh. So they're not uh, wasting time, right? No, they're not wasting time, and they're they're probably throwing the big guns at her. So um, That's scary. You know, we'll just um, pray that uh, she has a good outcome. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate you bringing your expertise on that because, you know, I, I knew so little about triple negative that I was good to have someone who knew a lot more than me about that topic. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah, and again, you don't hear about, you know, inflammatory as well as triple negative very often because it is a very small percentage of the number of breast cancers. Um, triple negative is um, about 13 cases out of 100,000. Oh, wow. So that's very rare. Yeah. Very. And then I've never even, excuse me, my goodness, I've never even heard of inflammatory breast cancer. That's, this Mm -hmm. is the first time for me hearing that one. Well, and I know when I called you, when I called you initially, Sharon, I told you that she had triple negative inflammatory metastatic and you said that's two different cancers. Which (laughs) ones does she have? Right. (laughs) And she has both. Right. And the thing is that's so scary about the inflammatory as well is that many times it doesn't get diagnosed right away because people think or doctors think it's mastitis. You know, like when you are are um, uh, nursing, and many times you will get a, a, this this weird kind of texture um, on your breast, and so they think it's mastitis rather than inflammatory because it is so rare. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you for your bringing expertise on that. Mm-hmm. We started something fun uh, last week, Sharon, and and uh, I'm going to switch gears and shift to this other topic. Um, I brought a book in. We've been talking about healthy eating, and and so I thought it would be fun to give the, the the listeners something to to 
chew on. Yeah. <laughs> literally. Literally. Uh, so the recipe this week, it's for maple pecan granola. Oh. Oh. Yum. <laughs> Yum. And I and I like what this the start is. It says most store bought granolas are filled with oils and refined sugar. Mm-hmm. Mm, yep. But likely you can make your own whole food plant based granola in just a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And once you get the hang of it, you can really make hundreds of different uh, varieties. Yeah. So here's the one they have here. Uh, five ingredients. And one of the things we've talked about sharing in the past is that if I can't pronounce the ingredient, maybe I shouldn't eat it. Uh, you probably are right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So so here's, here's your five ingredients. And, and for the listeners, Amanda always takes a picture of this recipe, so you can always email her and she can actually give you the recipe. But it's a cup and a half of rolled oats. It's a quarter cup of pecans. It's a it's a quarter cup of maple syrup. So that's your sweetener as opposed to sugar. Yeah. It's maple syrup. In a binder almost. In a binder too. too, yeah. You got a teaspoon of vanilla extract and then a half a teaspoon of cinnamon. You know what? I was just on my phone trying to look up <laughs> my granola recipe that I use. Um, I don't know. Would honey be okay to yeah. add? Uh, so yeah. I use, I do the rolled oats um, and I add um, honey to it. So it's like a... It, but you already have your maple syrup, but that's just an extra. Just switch it out. Mm. So here's the simplicity of the recipe. You just heat your oven to 300 degrees. You line your baking sheet with some parchment paper. Then in a large bowl, you combine all those ingredients, and, the, and then you stir the oats in very last so it begins to bind to the maple syrup or mm-hmm. honey in your case. You spread the mixture on the baking sheet. You cook it for 20 minutes. About halfway through, about 10 minutes in, you stir it, and you take it out and let it cool. Oh, okay. That's pretty simple, right? You stir yeah. it. So is it maple? Oh, it's just like a it's just granola instead of like a granola bar. Yeah, it's granola, not granola bar. Okay, I bet you that. But you could probably squeeze it together in the bars. I was just going to say if you, because the ones I make, if you just press it and you push, you, you no mixing. Yeah, just push it and then cut it afterwards. Yep, you just let it cool and then you cut it and then you have your. I I make the honey, uh, honey oat. Bars. Yeah. Granola bars. Chewy. Yeah. So there's there's our healthy eating tip for our listening audience. That is a great one. It's very simple, Did you right? just close that? I need to get a picture of it. Well, we'll get a picture afterwards. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm like, don't you shut that book. But it's five <laughs> ingredients, and, and I could pronounce all five of them, mm-hmm. and it's pretty simple to make. Very simple. And most of those ingredients people already own. Probably. And have. And you can always go to a bulk food store and pick most of those up, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. For sure. That sounds delicious. So there's one thing we do every single show, Sharon, and uh, Amanda always likes this because I bring some shocking numbers or shocking statistics for her. Um, A couple of these shocking statistics I think you can weigh in just from your own perspective. Um, Last, a couple episodes ago, the prediction for 2023 wasn't out yet, but it's out. So the American Cancer Society does a great job of gathering data, and I just go to their website and I just... Take their data. So that's where all of this is from. So all that I'm going to tell you, I got, I just Google searched American Cancer Society Prediction 2023. Y'all can find the same way I did. Okay, okay. I like I, I just try to give you some perspective on the numbers. Yeah, absolutely. Because a lot of people don't go digging for these numbers. Right. Well, the one statement that we made a couple weeks ago was that globally, globally, uh, two years ago, 8.8 million people in the globe got cancer 8.8 million wow and just under 2 million of those 
were from the United States. Jeez. Mm-hmm. So the U.S. is accounting for just over 20% of the global cancer cases. That's a big, large percentage, I feel like. Well, what I thought was, what percentage of the global population do we count for? Right, right, right. So, glo- so the United States has uh, roughly 332 million people, and there are 7.9 billion people on the globe so we account for 4% of the global population, but 20% of the global cases. That's terrifying. And, you know, honestly, that is our lovely Western diet. It really is. <laughs> it really is. I hate to say it, but it's true. Mm-hmm. That's terrifying that we're 4% of the population globally, but yeah. 20% of the cancer population. Yeah. That's a great wow. That's a great system. Statistic to know, though. That is, actually. That's a really good mm-hmm. one. 4% of the population and 20% of the cancer population. Wow. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Other, the other thing I did is it told how many people passed away from cancer last year. Mm-hmm. So I just began to drill down on that number. And 70 people per hour or one person per minute. So Oof. if... It, Dead air is not good on the radio, but if we didn't say anything for one minute, one person died from, wow. cancer, from cancer. And again, yeah. these are just from their statistics. Yeah, this isn't stuff that you're just making up or that this is their own statistics. I'm just trying to drill those numbers down so they make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing I thought was interesting was um, the new case prediction. So here's, here's the prediction for 2023. New cases, 1 million... 958,310 new cases of cancer. So basically 2 million. Basically, just that 2 million. Wow. Now, the entire state of Idaho has 1.9 million people. So the whole state of Idaho essentially will get cancer, cancer. in this year. Yep. In one year. Wow. In, in one, that's just, that's one just 2023. Year. 365 days over almost 2 million people will get cancer. Well, because yeah. you know I like to just keep bringing these numbers, right? I love the numbers. So I went. I started kicking cancer in 2018. Mm-hmm. So I went back and I took the numbers from each year since I started this. This is really going to shock you. From the moment I started doing this, 11,056,110 people got cancer. Wow. If you take Washington, which is 7,700,000 people, and Utah is three million three hundred. So combine Washington and Utah, that's eleven million people. Wow. So over the last five years since I started getting cancer, everyone in Washington and everyone in Utah got cancer. That's terrifying. And it just keeps going up. It, every year's higher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and then I went back and I said, Well, how many people died? Yeah. From cancer since I started doing this. In the last in the last five years, uh, 3,650,790 people passed away from cancer. One more time, that number. 3,650,790. There's 1.9 million people in Idaho. Idaho died twice. Wow. Crazy. That's, when you break it down in numbers like that, that's... It's eye-opening, and, and we're our own worst enemies. Well, Sharon, you said this. it very well. It's that American diet. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. My my uh, daughter was diagnosed with um, breast cancer at 33. I'm um, so sorry. Metastatic, and it's triple negative. And <sighs> it was metastatic two years later after she went through the whole regime of chemo and double mastectomy and the whole nine yards. And, uh, you know, luckily, she's no evidence of disease today. Yay! Oh, yes, that's amazing. How Wait, long ago was that? Um, that was in 2019 that she became metastatic. Okay. And um, it, it, it is because, luckily, she qualified for a clinical trial, as well as she has changed her diet completely. She's a pretty much a vegan. Um, and, uh, you know, so she doesn't eat um, meat or um, dairy or... Um, sugar, sodas, any of that. Um, and uh, well, you that's, d- you that's just, dedication. And you just recapped the last 20 shows that we've talked yeah. about this stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's so, so important. And, you know, the good thing is I'm 69 years old, and I had a um, scare with a cardiologist uh, almost a year and a half ago. And after I left that appointment, luckily it was a false positive, so nothing was wrong with me from a heart perspective. Oh, that's amazing! And I and I became <laughs> a vegan as well. <laughs> now I'm I'm not nearly as squeaky clean as she is, but I have you know basically eliminated most all of those things as well, and so it's crazy. Well, and, it's and, crazy, and, and, and Brit- I've lost thirty-five pounds. That was kind of a side side benefit. I didn't really expect that to happen, but I definitely needed that. But then again, I did it from a preventative measure, and because you can teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> yes, and do you feel better with that diet? Oh yeah, oh definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. You have more energy. You feel better. Of course, like I said, you lose the weight. Um, and yeah, it's it makes a difference. I used to take an allergy pill every single day. I take one maybe every month. Maybe. Oh wow! And I'm sure it's all the crap that's in our food, mm-hmm. all the preservatives, all the processing, all that kind of stuff. I was probably really allergic to, and I didn't even know it. Yeah. Well, Sharon, I want to I want to leave you time to to tell us some history of breast friends. But the last statistic I want to throw out, and it's actually probably going to tie into your story, because I I drilled down farther for Amanda because she likes to want to do that. I do. So, of the one point nine million, almost two million new cases, um, just shy of three hundred thousand of those are predicted to be breast cancer. Wow. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah. 43,700 women are predicted to die from breast cancer this year. Jeez. That's the city of Wilsonville one and a half times. Wow. That's where you live, Amanda. That is. It's Wilsonville one and a half times. So, and and you mentioned this to me before, Sharon, um, because you said that a lot, what was like 30% of the times the diagnosis, it comes back? Yes. Yeah, and that's not a statistic you want to tell a newly diagnosed person. Probably about. not. Probably not. <laughs> Fair enough. But um, but yeah, thirty percent will come back metastatic. It's very frightening. 
So, so I know, I know all of this plays into why you and Becky started Breast Friends. Can you share that with us in these last five minutes? Oh, absolutely. Um, so I was diagnosed in 93 and uh, went through the whole, you know, the, the chemo and the um, surgeries and the whole nine yards. Three years later, um, I worked with Becky, and three years later, she was diagnosed. And being perfectly honest, um, women are terrible about asking for help. We are. And so <laughs> I knew that because I never asked for help, and I was off work for about 11 months. And you're kind of out of sight, out of mind. And so I remember going back to work, and then when Becky was diagnosed, when she was diagnosed, I knew that would not work well with her and her personality. So I just was trying to be a good friend and, you know, did what I could for her little things, little things, um, and just made sure she wasn't alone going through this. So the emotional part of this disease, we have amazing doctors. We have amazing, you know, um, healthcare facilities to go to for our cancers. But the reality is um, they're not nearly as equipped to deal with the emotional part of breast cancer. And so I knew that was a huge piece of the puzzle that was missing. And so Becky agreed with me after she got through her cancer the first time that that was a missing piece of the puzzle. And so in 2000, we sat together having lunch, waiting for another biopsy for her. She had a scare. And over that lunch, we decided that we would start a nonprofit organization that dealt with the emotional support that a woman needed when she went through a, a cancer diagnosis. So that's how it started, and what we've done is make sure that we talk to women on a very personal level, and it's not just, you know, a couple conversations. I mean, we, as, you know, once we connect with that woman, we will go through the next several years with her. I mean, there's no time limit, depending on what services that she might need, but having, having that Having another survivor understand what you're going through is just one of those imperative things that we all need um, to connect with another woman who's gone through it. Support like that is huge. And I, and I oh, know, and I know, yeah. we've got um, we've got a little over two minutes, Sharon. Uh, one of the things that that I think the, is really important for listeners to realize is that when you and Becky started this, you kind of took different roles and. And uh, Becky was the executive director, and you were the program director, correct? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So, so you were in charge of what exactly? Um, of the women um, getting the services that they needed, creating the new programs when I saw the need. You mentioned the beautiful bald-headed women on the, on the wall in Breast Friends. You know, I started the Bald is Beautiful program. Um, we, we definitely... Um, have have resources for the friends and family to know how they can then best support the woman in their life who is going through cancer. But then we also have the programs that are specifically for that woman who's either going through treatment or is what we call a survivor who's on the other side of the treatment piece of it. Do you have any guesses on how many women you've been able to support over the last 20 years? Oh, golly. <laughs> a lot. I wish I, had a, I wish I had a number like that. A thousand, you know, thousands. Yeah, I would say we, 
we do thousands every year, really, um, because we would, you know, send them hats and have conversations with women all over the country, really. I mean, with with our global community as it is, um, you know, whether the, you're in Portland or Salem or in Louisiana, it doesn't matter. You know, you can have a conversation and keep track of people on text and emails and all of that all over the country. So, yeah, thousands, thousands well, each year. We we greatly appreciate you calling in. You've been a great expert on this topic. Um, and, of course, I know that Marianne appreciates you being here because she's a sponsor, which is what Amanda's probably going to talk about next. Yes, absolutely. So, Thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate your input and just having you on air with us. It was absolutely amazing. Um, My pleasure. And then I want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor of this show, who is Marianne McNally, and she is with Next Home Realty Connections. So if you guys have any needs with your selling your home or buying your home, definitely reach out to her. Her number is 503-213-3550. And we'll be back next week as as the the movement movement continues. continues.